Hello there. We're Vincent Elliott McNally. Yes, the great-great-grandsons of map-making mogul Rand McNally. And we'll be your hosts and tour guides on a trip across America, one small town at a time. In the spirit of our great-great-grandfather, we're traveling the country writing the family's first almanac in over 50 years. Towns and Country, the McNally Brothers' comprehensive guide to small-town America. Each week we'll be in a new town, and after getting to know the place and the people, we'll tell you, the listener, all there is to know. In a show we call These Parts, a podcast putting towns on the map. Hello listeners, welcome again to yet another episode of These Parts. I'm one of your hosts, Elliot McNally, and with me, as he is every week, is my brother, friend, and my traveling companion, Vince McNally. How's it going, Vince? It's going great, Elliot. Uh, We're exploring a little bit of the great indoors this week. We are. And, you know, it's bringing up some sort of uncomfortable memories for me, Vince. Elliot, so many things do. I hope that you're about to elaborate. I am. And I think this will ring true to you. As, As our listeners know, we're working more and more towards the release of our forthcoming almanac, Towns and Country, the McNally Brothers Comprehensive Guide to Small Town America. And we made a decision at the start of this, wouldn't you say that we are going to release this almanac as hard copy, no e-reader? Yes, right? uh, no, no electronic version. Exactly. Uh, yeah, of course, we're purists. You can't have mm-hmm. an electronic version of a map. And before you tell me, look on a computer screen, I'll tell you that's a computer screen. You just said definition yourself. So sorry to say it. And that's actually what you said in our meeting with um, a company that right now shall remain the nameless. We'll have to talk about it in about a couple minutes to explain the town, but for the sake of the anecdote, I'm not going to mention the town. (laughs) That's right. And so in this meeting, they wanted us to partner with them to have an e-reader version of the Almanac. You said that's the definition of a computer screen. I threw the caviar off the table and we left the meeting. And we said we'd rather sell one hard copy of our Almanac than a billion e-reader copies. And I think it's still the right decision. Yeah, and then... Of course, Xander ran back into the room to grab the Dom Perignon off the table and then sprinted down the stairs. Something, something, I have children to feed. Something, something, sell these on the black market. So really the reason that we're here today, usually there's not an impetus but behind uh, the towns we visit, other than the fact that we want to visit them. But the, the company, who still shall remain nameless at this point in the podcast, said, listen, go to one of our warehouse. Let us maybe convince you to do business with us. So... We grudgingly came here, and that's the town that we're in today. And now the company that will remain named for the rest of the episode is, of course, Amazon, America's Mm -hmm. largest online retailer. As you listeners probably know, the Amazon warehouse is an interesting phenomenon, sort of an ecosystem unto itself. These are impossibly large storage areas for all of the things people need shipped around the country. The town we're in today is sort of that taken to its logical maximum. The warehouse here in Arkansas has become so large and has accrued more and more space over time that it has become incorporated as a town unto itself. Very fascinating situation, Elliot. Vince, it's a town that I think we should put on the map. So listeners, unfurl, unfold, or maybe unpack from your recently delivered shipment, a comprehensive Rand McNally U.S. wall map, and find a town in northern Arkansas called Brumsky. I, I do want to point out that although we have not struck a deal with them on the on the e-reader or Kindle version of the Almanac, we still readily want them to ship and deliver and uh, for customers to be able to purchase our maps on their website. Indeed, it's one of the only ways we're able to stay afloat financially. So if they pull the plug on that, I think, Elliot, we will be looking for jobs. 
You know, that that's another day, Vince, and we're in a great town today. Um, listeners, get ready to stick a pin in Brumsky, Arkansas. Before we do, we have a guest to introduce. This guest is employed. He's a citizen of the town, uh, and just like all citizens of the town, he is employed by Amazon as a picker in the warehouse. Can you introduce yourself? Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing? My name is uh, Mark Charlesworth, and uh, yeah, I'm a picker here in Brumsky, like the rest of us. Now, Mark, um, I, I just... I. I don't want to offend you at all, but is the lighting in here okay? You seem to have very pale skin, bloodshot eyes. Um, it seems like you guys aren't allowed to go outside very often. I think my eyes and skin are, are fine. Um, we all kind of, it's a contained system here. So, um, I mean, I don't know. You tell me the benefits of being outside and I'll, uh, I'll sell you a horse. That's what we say in Brumsky. How many horses would you sell? Would you say you sell a day? Oh, for Amazon? Yeah. It's surprisingly, it's surprisingly uh, uh, higher than you would think. It's about seven, seven a day. But I mean, that's, oh, you, wow. try to pa- you try to package up a horse. Let me tell you. I mean, some of them are, yes. Yes. Some of them are collector edition horses, like a stuffed horse. I'm not talking about always live horses, but we do ship hmm. live horses. If that's necessary, we have the whole trailers and the whole thing. We do anything. Wow. Wow. You want it, we pick it. That's what we say on the floor. That's a great motto. So expressing that motto, can you walk us through a typical day for you as a picker here? Oh, God. Okay. So, uh, you know, get up. Um, do you want me to start from like beginning of my day? Like, like, like the literal, like I'll wake up and what I make for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can, you can breeze over some of the more, uh, you know, intricate but show, details. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, just a typical day in Mark Charlesworth's life. Look, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be difficult, but if I breeze over the more mundane parts of my day, then it's basically, uh, I wake up. And then I go to bed. I mean, the whole thing. I'm just picking. <laughs> All right, maybe, yeah, maybe hmm. less ed- less self editing. Let's let let our okay. listeners decide. All right. So I wake up. Uh, I usually turn off the alarm on my phone. Sometimes I uh, I hit the snooze a couple times. Let's see. I do some stretches. I crack my ankles. Um, uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, Mr. Charlesworth. Uh, is it possible maybe to find a happy medium between saying every detail and then saying some of the details? All right, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, you know, I head out to the warehouse, which is easy to easy to see in Brumsky. I mean, it's imagine this. Okay, you know, like at a mall. You guys ever been to malls? Yeah, sure. Once or twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, when you get to the food court section. And, uh, and so you're sort of walking along and you're going through all the shops and then all of a sudden it's like this glorious big opening, you know, and it's like the food court sort of dominates the space for a while, you know, or at an mm-hmm. airport, like the food court. Yeah. You're talking about like the, the space between the Sbarros and the Auntie Annie's, let's say. Yes. Yes. Or the Orange Julius's and the, um, and the, uh, Panda Expresses or the TGI mm-hmm. Friday Express. So that's kind of, to give you sort of a, an aesthetic sense, the Brumsky, you can imagine like the town where we live, you know, is all around this huge warehouse. Now, so it's like you can't, it's hard to not see it. It's, it's like when you leave your house, it's, it's almost, it's there it is. And I know, you know, I'm kind of confusing negative and positive space here right now because I understand like the space between us, the bars and Orange Julius is negative space. This is a positive space. And the town is the warehouse. And is the warehouse. So it's like, but we actually live outside the warehouse, but it's like, yes, mm-hmm. but now we've been all incorporated in it. Anyway, so you get out and you see that and it's hard to see the horizon and it's like, there you go. You know, I mean, imagine, I don't know where you guys work. Do you guys do like, I don't know what you do, like finance or IT at 
something. Whatever you guys do. We do the show. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're really? Our job, we're actually. working right now. This is okay. our sh- the show is ours. Yeah. So, well, okay, that's great. But so maybe you you don't have to see a physical space, but you get up and it's dominating. And so you go there and you and you find one of the many entrance points into the warehouse. There's hundreds. You walk in there. I go and meet Rich. Um, he's my direct supervisor. He uh, he hands me a little tablet and you know an iPad, and he says, uh, and he and it's got my uh, all my requisitions for the day that I need to go find. And he says, uh, he just looks me in the eye, pats me on the shoulder, and says, "Get picking." And then we all uh, we all just start walking off. I mean, it's like it's very it seems chaotic, but it's like you just start walking and you just go where the iPad tells you, and you pick it up. You do one at a time, one thing at a time, and you just walk it from one end to the other. It's conveyor belts, elevators. I mean, what else do you want to know? It's pretty boring. <laughs> all right. Well, no. Th- I mean, thanks for the insight. Yeah. Uh, do you have a specialty? of items that you pick or are you sort of a, a picker of all trades? Well, <clears throat> when I started off, I was in the, um, I did, you know, Amazon does a lot of, uh, we do a lot of, uh, grocery groceries. So I was into, I was, I started off in produce. So here's the funny thing. A lot of people think, you know, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, you know, if you're, if you do that online shopping and you're like, Oh, Walmart, send me my groceries or, you know, Safeway or wherever, whatever your groceries to Albertsons, you have all kinds of grocery stores and you sort of think, Oh, send me my groceries. And you figure that someone went to Amazon, they went down the street to go to that specific grocery store, you know, or like in your city. No, it all comes from Brumsky. So we have this huge, like all the cabbage and onions and meat, we just package it all and then uh, and send it off to wherever in the country. So I started off in produce, which is nice because it's cool on your hands. Yeah, that does sound that sounds lovely. Yeah. yeah so I started there, but now but now I've moved on to um, I've moved on to uh, dry goods, which is anything that's dry, as you can anything tell. Anything dry. <laughs> yeah. Sort of what we would call the antithesis of produce. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Wet goods. Yeah, the guys, the guys in produce that do it for a long time, you don't want to look at their hands. <laughs> it's very clammy. Well, uh, wrinkly, wrinkly and uh, clammy. Pruny, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So, but anyway, so I moved on to dry goods, and so now it's anything that's dry. Amazon's very; they try to keep it simple. You know, it's wet or dry. People think it's you know electronics and books, but it's like that's what you see. That's forward facing. Back, <laughs> it's basically wet and dry. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want the consumer to be. Uh, too confused or see how the sausage is made let's say yeah exactly like uh if you guys you guys have seen broadway plays right oh yeah. of course yeah of course yeah do you want to see the rehearsal process i guess not especially not, no exactly no. it's the same thing nobody wow. wants to see you know lin-manuel miranda not hit those sweet rhythms and raps you know they want they want to see the fully produced production they want to get that amazon shipment delivered right to their home yeah, Amazon is like the um, we we call ourselves there. We have a lot of sayings in the warehouse, but it's it like, seems like it. Yeah, we always say uh, when uh, when a customer order comes in, everybody at the same time goes, "It's Broadway time," because that means it's time for a show. <laughs> Do, doesn't your location process tens of thousands of orders every single day? Yeah, yeah. You must be <laughs> must be saying that awful awful frequently. Yeah, it's loud. It's a cacophony. It's like yeah, it's. <laughs> It's like a, uh, it's like being at a Trader Joe's that they just, there's always something to ring the bell for, you know, if you guys ever been to Trader Joe's. How many bells are there going off in the Amazon warehouse in Brumsky 
oh, at any given time. That's yeah, horrible. I mean, there's like, you know, there's 13 different tones for all different kinds of things. I mean, it's always, it's Broadway time, but it's always by the, <laughs> by the way of the tone, you can tell what came in. You've developed an almost Pavlovian response to all these bells yes. that are going off. Wow. Yeah. The, the founder of Amazon, that was, uh, that was something that he had done a lot of research and it's efficient because, you know, human beings respond to sound uh, more than more than sight or scent. I didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. No, yeah. I didn't know. We we should maybe save those for the did you know portion because <laughs> we've got another interesting segment coming up right now, Elliot. We do, Vince. I think we should get picking in our first segment: best kept secrets. Geez, Elliot, I thought we were introducing a new segment called Get Pick, and then I was like, you should have gone over this in the pre-show meeting, but you were just turning a phrase, I see now. Yeah, I was just trying to, you know, be folksy about it. We were, we already, that was one of the, I think, 13 phrases that Mark has has told us so far. I just wanted to transition us into this segment, really. I see. Well, listeners, Best Kept Secrets is exactly what it sounds like. Every town out there has a CD underbelly, a part of it that, Tourists won't always see. That's why we talked to a local about exactly what is going on between the lines. I do want to point out that we haven't done this segment in a little bit because we got a lot of feedback that our listeners were getting nightmares from, you know, the this segment and the contents. Yeah, including one. Uh, I'll, I actually have this one framed on the wall just as a reminder of how much of an impact we have. This comes from Margaret in Ottawa, Canada, and she said, I had a nightmare that my belly was full of seeds of all kinds and it ruptured and I died. Jesus. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we just we constantly have to remind ourselves of the impact that we have on our listeners, both in America and abroad. But we still have to power forward and do this segment. You know, the a warehouse this big is gonna have its darker corners and we have to investigate those. We have to do our due diligence. So Mark, um, can can you kind of unpack this for us? Is there anything that, you know, might not be as easy to talk about in the warehouse as its many catchphrases. Well, is this going to be, is this podcast, I mean, this is just for your buddies, right? Like, not many people are going to hear this. I'm just guessing from, just from the way it's going. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily for our buddies, but regardless, not many people will hear it. Yeah. Okay. And you can, you, you can, you can change my voice later no, oh, yeah, we can do that. no we definitely cannot we don't know oh, we can't uh, technology huh. we don't possess uh, that technology okay elliot we're, we're using a, a just a video camera from the 70s to record this podcast so <laughs> i always forget that yeah hmm. okay well uh you know screw it i'm getting uh i'm, I'm just gonna say what i gotta say because sometimes in life you gotta you gotta just uh you gotta you gotta pick up the hatchet and just uh, start whacking. Is that a phrase that you you use here in yeah. Ramsky? Yeah, it is. Let's whack away. Um, if you if you don't mind dishing. No, that's all right. Um, okay, so Amazon, right? You know, we uh, we're the leader in you know undisputed leader in in order fulfillment and and anything you want, you know, you can get and we can fill it for you. You can imagine there's other competitors, right? Oh, and sure. you think and you think. Uh, would they be so dumb as to set up shop in the same town as the Amazon warehouse, the Amazon town of Brumsky? Would they be so dumb? The answer is yes. So there is a there is a mole organization, if I can put it that way, right within the warehouse where they will pay the pickers extra money to give some of our product to them and then so they can deliver it their own route. So wow. they're, they're competing directly with Amazon 
And I'm going to tell you the name of this organization, and I'm sure you've heard of it before. They're called Bing. Have you heard of Bing? The, the Microsoft company? The search engine, yeah. Wow. So the search engine has created its own guerrilla delivery operations yes. in the spaces yes. in between the shelves of Brumsky. Yes. Wow. And I'm telling you, they pay good. They pay good. So, like, everybody's on their dole. Everybody will take a thing, and it's like, oh, I got to send this sort of a commemorative uh, happy anniversary apron. You know, I got to send this to somebody out there in South Carolina. And then Bing says, hey, you know, here's a couple bucks. You just let us do it. And so Bing, I don't know what their delivery service, I think it's called Bing Delivers. It's not that clever, but... No, that's really not. For a black market organization, they use the name of their actual company in the title, so... Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, if there's ever an investigation, which there might be after this, I mean, maybe some of your friends are in law enforcement, so it's like... So, I don't know, I mean, it doesn't sound too exciting, but let me tell you, when it's like, when you're just walking one thing from one shelf to another, and then you hear this, and it's always a guy... Well, here's the other thing. They, they, they actually have guys that hang out between the shelves that wear these, like, polo shirts that have the Microsoft Bing logo on it. So, Well, come on. Come on. Yeah. Wow. I'm, so you tell me. I think it's the stupidest thing in the world. But, look, guess what? I ain't the president. That's another thing we say in Brumsky. <laughs> so it's like I don't make these decisions. I just go, give me a couple bucks. That's fine. You know, I'm still getting paid and a little extra on the side. Wow. So it's like the it's Brumsky's corrupted all the way through. It's like uh, the Chicago police force. Like there isn't a clean hand in the business. No, I mean, if 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 Bing delivers went away, I can tell you that, that most of the workforce would take off. I mean, we don't make much from Amazon. So this is how you got to this is how you got to survive. This is the way it goes. And even though Microsoft is not being covert at all, um, yeah. is, has there been any plea from Amazon to get them to stop to try and remove them from the warehouse? Amazon doesn't even know. They're so big. Like, that it's th- this warehouse is huh. so huge that they barely, they can recognize us because we all get, we you know, our little, we have these um, bracelets that we wear that have microchips on them. So, you know, like, so they can follow us wherever mm-hmm. we're going. Mm-hmm. So that's easy. But, like, if there's stuff that's off the radar, Microsoft can't tell. It's like this. Think about it like this. Say, say you're an ant in an anthill, and then next to your anthill is being built a, uh, a uh, super highway, you know, a, a, a five-lane highway. If you're the ant or the highway, do you recognize each other? You follow me here? Like, so Amazon <laughs> the is... the ant or the highway recognize each other? Yeah, do they even huh. know what's happening? So Amazon's so huge... Like you can think of this Microsoft, this Bing delivers is so small they they hardly even can understand what that is. And in this analogy, it also sounds like the Bing delivers people don't know they're in an Amazon warehouse. Touche, my friend. Oh, I see. I'm not certain if that means affirmative or negative, but I think we can move on to maybe like some interpersonal drama. That's an interesting. I mean. Talk about delivering. That was one of our best, best kept secrets that I think we've had, even though it doesn't sound like Bing delivers trying to be that secretive. Do you have any maybe interpersonal secrets about the other pickers that might be interesting? Oh yeah. There's um there's there's been a big drama lately between the wets and the dries. The two mm. factions of the town. The two the two factions of the town. You know, it's like we didn't want to divide up like that, but that's what's happened. But there's uh you know, uh, so Jerry, uh, he's he's one of the. I used to work with him in the wets, and he's got this teenage daughter. And you guys already know where this is going to go, right? I mean, and then uh, Dave, 
in the dries he's got a teenage son and uh you know you try to keep them apart but you know hormones are hormones and sure it's the capulets and the montagues it's you know i don't you, i don't speak italian so i don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> but anyway so yeah the we're we're just dealing with that right now we're trying to keep the town separate you know we're trying to keep the wets and the dries separate but um you know these kids are uh they're going out and they're boinking everywhere you can think of and <laughs> And it's just tearing the town apart because it's like we, you know, it's fine. We're just, we're like, you know, nobody, you know, if you're, if you've got incredibly dry, crackly skin, you don't want wet, clammy hands all over it, you know, but these kids don't care, you know? I think a good way to look at it too is listeners, if you were to get an Amazon shipment at your house, would you want wets and dries mixed together in the same box? You know when you go grocery shopping and then they say, do you want me to wrap this chicken in plastic? I mean, who says no? A monster? I guess. Yeah, if you want salmonella everywhere, you can you can just throw it in the bag. But yeah. you, know, you have to have a civilization first. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, so that's that's going on. And the kids are, and it's, they're sweet kids. They can't help it. But times have changed, you know? Like, times have changed. You want to live in Brumsky? You know, you got you to gotta follow the rules. And uh, we've all reluctantly follow them. It's just kind of what's happening. So, but we'll see. I don't. I don't think there's going to be like a war, or no one's going to get hurt. But who knows? I mean, there's weapons there. There's everything there. So, they could, you know, we could have tanks and flamethrowers and knives, and it's you have crazy. All that at your disposal. Too, yes, being in the warehouse. Yes. So it might blow up. So get ready. You might want to do another show here in a little bit about the War of Brumsky. Correct me if I'm wrong. If Brumsky goes down, Amazon goes down because you guys are the main distribution hub. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is big. This goes to the top. You can put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's something else we say. You guys we made that one up. Uh, say that here and here only. Yeah. You haven't heard that one before, have you? No, no. No, I think all that's these phrases a are new to me. One. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, speaking of stuff I haven't heard before, Elliot, I bet I will never have read the letters we're about to open live on the air from our listeners from all over the country. I think so too, Vince. Let's get to that in our next segment. Wouldn't you like to know? So listeners, wouldn't you like to know is our weekly opportunity for you to write in with your questions, queries, and inquisitions about the towns we're staying in. We read three questions on air each and every week. And Elliot, I have the first one for us. What does it have to say, Vince? This comes from a woman named Leslie. I suppose it could be a man. You know, Leslie could, Nielsen yes. uh-huh. uh, in uh, Los Angeles, California. Does she or he do anything to denote that they are a man or a woman? Dot their eyes with hearts, perhaps? Uh, every G in the in the letter is replaced with the that sort of symbol that means woman, you know, with the oh, okay. cross across. Oh. So, you know. Okay. So we can say they, they identify as a woman. Yes, I think, I mean, I guess I can't leap to that conclusion. It could just be a stylistic difference. I think we might be... Lingering too long on this particular <laughs> okay. part of the okay. question. Uh, the question is, hey, I ordered a pack of socks eight weeks ago. Where the flip is it? Mm. Mm. So this is a, a constant concern of anyone who orders something online is uh, they're looking at, you know, the the delivery status. And then all of a sudden it disappears. Where did it go? Why don't I have my socks? Mark, what's the deal with this? How How can we rectify this? And what happens when something is lost? That's you know, look behind the hedge. Tell 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 him her to look behind the hedge. I don't know what to say. I mean, like that's a that sounds like Bing delivers to me. Like Amazon doesn't mess that up. So tell her to look behind the hedge. According to you, you guys 
are in fact Bing delivers because you're doing all the deliveries for Bing. Is that correct? All right. Things get lost occasionally. All right. You know what? And, um, you know, I had a cat when I was growing up and one day it got out and we couldn't find it. And, you know, I lost a cat. Am I still talking about it? No. You just, just bring you it just, up. Just well, I didn't. <laughs> all right. Look, I, okay. We lose things. It happens. Like we have a, we have an acceptable. Do you guys know that most hamburgers you eat are 3% cockroach and that's legal? That's legal according to the FDA. <laughs> it seems so, like you're kind of changing the subject here. I'm not. I'm trying to make a larger point, which is uh, that we we have an acceptable two percent rate of just lost items at Amazon. So if we can hit ninety eight percent success, then it's considered okay. So you can, Leslie. I don't. I don't mean to be aggressive, but you can say, "Do you want to have your socks, uh, or would you rather have a hamburger made of cockroach?" I think I made my point. I think that's clear as day, Leslie. So yeah. put put that in your pipe and smoke it. That Thank you. parlance correctly. Yeah, that's good. Just be sure to emphasize the second P in pipe a little more. I'll try to do better next time. Elliot, uh, do you have the next question for us? I do. This one comes from Margo in Crown Heights, Utah. Wow. That's a way more interesting town mm. than I my letter was from It was, yeah. I you know, and I looked at the envelope and sourced it based on if the name was better than your town's name. But that's neither here nor there. What what Margot says is that she is a huge movie buff. Mm. Oh, Actually, cool. her she has enclosed an Amazon review of a movie. Mm. Oh, that's really nice. That's on theme. I like when they do that. She says, this is a five-star review, by the way, and she says that this is the greatest movie she's ever seen purely for the fact that it was set and shot in Brumsky, Arkansas, uh, and this is quote verbatim. Of course, I'm talking about deliverance. Hmm. Oh, what an interesting case. I feel like we have gotten this question a couple of times, but at mm-hmm. least in this town, it's about delivering things. Yeah, maybe there was some confusion. However, it does. Uh, she has enclosed the entire review. There's a little picture of the, the film deliverance. And I'm assuming she bought it and watched it. And that's why she wrote the review. So. Oh. I would assume that once she saw the just by the mere fact that Metro the film takes place outdoors, she would put it together that it doesn't take place in Brumsky, Arkansas. Yeah, so she she's saying Deliverance is in Brumsky, Arkansas. That seems to be what she is suggesting. Yes, but okay. we know that it was shot and set in Georgia, and it sounds like you're confirming that, Mark. What that that? Well, I got a question for your listener. First of all, like she just seems like she sent in a letter that was a comment. Does she have a question? She seems like she just sort of said, hey, guys, like just like she raised her hand and said, you know, it's like when kids in school, when they raise their hands and then they just say, you know, it's my brother's birthday this week. They go, that's nice. But like, what's the answer to three plus seven? Yeah, that's pretty astute. Uh, that's what that I, felt I don't like. actually think that it was a question. Yeah, yeah. Just skimming over this. There is no question mark. Uh, no, no. uh point of punctuation that would denote that it is a question. A few semicolons, though, worth noting. Many semicolons uh, yeah. inappropriately used. But she does want to talk about the, the film Deliverance. Uh, do, do people ask about this often, Mark? Do people mistake Brumsky, Arkansas as the setting of the film? Maybe just for the mere fact that you guys have to find and pack and ship so many Blu-rays and DVD copies of it. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and we deliver a lot of things. So, you know, it makes sense. It's like, what, what do we do in Brumsky? We deliver. So it's deliver rants, you know? Like, so I can see where people get confused like deliver um, pants, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like if we, we deliver pants, we deliver plastic hands. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Deliver lamps? 
Lamps fans, uh, champs, deliver fans, yeah, champ, champ sportswear. I don't know if you've seen that. They make like Philadelphia Eagle jerseys. I think it's the only one they have contract with left. And the the response to this question is sort of like a deliver rant. Yeah, a deliver rant. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they. So I, I get it, but no, you know, that's not where. Uh, but I got to tell you, you know, when people people think that deliver it. Here's here's a fun fact. People think that Deliverance is a movie. It's like sort of a um, a biopic of like uh, the Amazon culture, you know, like, oh, Deliverance, you know, the story of Amazon. It's not. It's not at all. Is that a, is that a conception that people have? I think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, wouldn't you? It doesn't. It makes sense to me. It's sort of like you would be. I would think that if I wanted to watch a documentary on Amazon, that the first thing I would do is go to a movie called Deliverance. I go, oh yeah, it's got to be about that. Well, John Voight does work here in his in his off hours. <laughs> what in your so, guys' studio? No, here in Bromsky. I've heard. Oh, in Bromsky. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He he pops in every now and again. He has a Corvette that he drives around town. Yeah, like many senior citizens, uh, he's he's one of the greeters at the warehouse, right? Yeah, and he he's he helps out with uh he greets us, which is nice. You know, because mm-hmm. it, it it's a great way to start the day. It's just another little perk. And then he also leads tours as well. His career's not doing so great these days, but <laughs> Sounds he does like he it. does have he does have a sick Corvette though. He drives that around town. <laughs> Inside the warehouse. Yeah, you bet. The aisles are very large. I mean, we're parked in one of them right now. It, Wait, you're parked in, in, in a <laughs> Is that not okay that our that our R V is parked in one of the aisles? It doesn't seem like we're obstructing too much. I'm just don't be surprised if it gets shipped somewhere. <laughs> that's yeah. That's a good point. I I didn't realize this now, but I look out the the windows of the RV and we seem to be enclosed in a shipping container. It's very dark in here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> another thing, nail it down or we'll ship it. That's another thing we say all the time. Elliot, we should maybe take advantage of this and save a bit on travel costs to our next destination. I think so too. And while we're doing that, we should move on to our next and final question, Mark. I believe you have it. Oh, me? Yes. Well, I, sorry, it's, it's really dark in here now, but I am looking sorry. and pointing at you that you have the next listener listener question. While you're reading this, I'm going to try to saw us out a light hole here at the top. <laughs> yeah, that's you're not going to be able to get through that container, but just, you know, let's go go for it. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Okay, so, um, all right, let me check this one out. All right, so we got a question. Um, all right, uh, hi, um, my name's Lisa. I live in... Uh, where's this Detroit? I love uh, the conversational tone on these <laughs> letters. Sometimes Vince keeps sawing. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to just you know I'm trying to just add a little bit of you know a little bit of human humanness to this to this letter. But can I can I just summarize it for you a little bit? Yes, so what? what that, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So what Lisa's asking is like, how do you deliver all of the you know I rent movies, and this is a great question. I was glad someone brought this up. Like I rent movies. Uh, online now how do those get delivered to me that's a great question because that all goes through the warehouse as well now you're sort of asking yourself uh how do we deliver all of our digital content we've got a lot of digital content you know and we haven't touched Mm -hmm. on that yet we're talking about the wets and the dries well here's how we do it at amazon um so you order say you want to see police academy 4 you know which happens a lot classic yes So uh, that comes in. We look on my iPad. Um, I walk over to the digital section of the warehouse. I grab a CD-ROM of uh, uh, Police Academy 4. I bring it over to our computer bank. And then I, uh, I put in the disk and I download it. And then we email it to you directly. So it's, uh, it's again, it's a, it's a great process. And, it, and I don't, 
it, it works fine. You know, it, it's, it's amazing to go so quick, but we have just, you know, CD-ROMs. That's basically how we're, how we're doing it. So, so if, if I go on my computer yeah. and I click Police Academy 4 to start playing while yeah. it is loading, that denotes that someone in the warehouse is going to find that CD-ROM, yes. plug it into a computer on their end, yes. and by the time it's playing on my computer, that means it's playing on your computer. Oh, you got that right, Captain. That's exactly it. Yeah, digital yeah. efficiency. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> By the way, I got through. I got through. I had to break out the no, art good. welder. But oh, that's great. Yeah, it really brightened up in here. You know, you know. Here's here's the amazing thing too. We have these amazing CD ROMs at the at the warehouse. Do you realize that Police Academy Four? Um, it only takes two CD ROMs to fit the whole movie on it. I didn't notice that. Can you believe I, that? I, I couldn't have. Can you no, believe I, that, it's, that amount wow. of data? It's it's really a, it's miraculous that they would fit on just two discs. Yeah, the the Memorex Corporation has really made big strides in their blank CDs recently, and uh, yeah, it's just a testament to how forward thinking Amazon is as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a stake in Memorex, and so that sort of that helps out too. You know, it's like it's a great company. Once we see efficiencies, we just buy the other company and then uh, <laughs> and then work it out. Because you remember when Police Academy 4, we all had to watch it on those huge, like, vinyl, not vinyl, but the size of, like, a, an LP, like, laser discs. You remember that? You know, it'd be, like, this big laser disc, mm, yes. and you'd bring it over uh-huh. your friend's house, and you'd be like, God, this thing's huge. So now it's just two small, like, CD-sized discs. I prefer watching movies in that medium, actually. It just sounds yeah. so much more crisp and natural to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can so, really see Steve Gutenberg's face a lot better. Yeah. You can really get the, the crisp creases... And, uh, you know, all of the actors who I definitely remember, but don't need, feel the need to mention by name right now. Well, yeah. I, I know that Vince, you've said this before, you're a huge fan of Michael Winslow's, uh, sound effects and you can really hear those on the Betamax or Laserdisc version of the, of the film. It's the only way I'll watch, frankly. If you're interested, guys, I've took a peek at the, at the shipping label where we're headed off to next. <laughs> oh, great. Well, what does it say? It says we're, we're bound and destined for somewhere called Calaroo, Louisiana. Oh, well, um, I hope that we have something planned there. Well, uh, otherwise, this is going to throw a huge wrench into our production production schedule. And, you know, I guess Xander has to deal with that. But Yeah, we're just the hosts, Elliot. We're the color. We're the commentary. You know, Xander can work out the details. Wait, Calaroo? That, sound, that sounds like sort of like a, an urban myth of some kind of creature that lives in Louisiana, like a Calaroo. Like, keep your kids in because the Calaroo's out tonight. Maybe it is. Maybe that's true. I'm curious. Are there any sort of monsters that are lurking in the corners of the Amazon warehouses that maybe you chose not to talk about in our Best Kept Secret segment? Monsters. Well, um... Any mysteries afoot? Well, we, we uh... Let me put it this way. Uh, every week, we're hiring about six to seven new pickers, and uh, nobody is offering resignations. So you see what I'm saying there? So people are just disappearing. Anyhow, that's, right. I guess I guess I should have mentioned that one. That would have been a bigger secret. Wow. Yeah. Man, that, that would have been. Is that why the Harlem Globetrotters started working here, to try and solve that mystery? Yeah, yes, that is. That's that's true. Yeah, they're good. They, they worked with a bunch of uh, scrappy kids as well. So, yeah. <laughs> the well, inner city youth of Rumsky, Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of, you know, there's a bunch great. of. Yeah, yeah. As interesting as this has been, Elliot, I think it's about that time that we moved on to our next segment. I think we should, Vince. It's called No Gifts, Ands, or Butts. 
listeners, you know how important gift-giving culture is to so many cultures and communities across the world. It's no different in the small towns that we visit. That's why we've done a bit of souvenir exchange to highlight some of the interesting things that you can find in the town and to bond more closely with our guests. So we each get a gift for each other, and we open them and speak about them live on the air. Elliot, I'm very excited for this week's No Gifts, Hands, or Butts. Me too. Uh, we have our gift right in front of us. Mark, you have your gift that we mm-hmm. got you. You know, we wouldn't be gracious hosts if we didn't let you go first. So we're really excited for you to open this. Let me uh, take a look here. Oh, all right. That's nice. That's a, it's a coffee mug that says, I love grandpa's. Okay, you guys, that's that's great. I do love grandpas. We thought it was a unique gift. We were only yeah. able to see, uh, just within our periphery, about 40,000 of those mugs on one shelf. And we thought, you know, you might not have one yet. No, that's nice. I mean, here's the thing. It's like we see all these things that we're shipping, but obviously we don't get to have a lot of them. And so uh, this is just a good reminder of, you know, paying attention to our elders and uh, to not take them for granted because they could they could die at any moment, as as could we all. That's another thing that we say in the warehouse is like, you know, Mm -hmm. get get a picking because you might get a dying. Yeah, we Mm. we didn't want Mm -hmm. this gift to be Mm -hmm. that grim of a reminder for you of a specter of death. But (laughs) that's not exactly what we were going for, Uh, especially given the cute sort of grandpa cartoon with little hearts in his eyes that that is on there, and then like there's a little cupid. If you can see that, yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah, shooting, yeah, 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 and the arrow is like it's an arrow that's sticking into the old man's uh, posterior, uh, oh. and then there's little there's little like twang lines, like it's vibrating back and forth as if recently loosed. You know, I don't, I don't want to be. This is a great gift, and I don't want to I don't want to criticize it, but it seems like with that cartoon, it should be um, grandpas are in love, you know, rather than I love grandpas, because it seems like this is a grandpa who has found. Found love somewhere. Oh, that's a good way. I don't want to be critical. I'm just, yeah. So it's because he has, looks like Cupid hit him, you know? It's like. Well, I, that's true. Yeah. There's a lot of layers to this. You know, we were just thinking this was a great gift, but we've really unpacked this for, you know, literally and figuratively for what it is. Can I say something else? We're friends now, right? Of course. Okay. Naturally. I just want to say, like, knowing that you guys, I can see this whole shelf of I love grandpas. Well, now that you cut before we got packed up, I can see the whole shelf of these. And this seems like the kind of gift that you guys forgot about this segment. And then you just grabbed whatever was closest to you. This is like, like going to visit like your girlfriend's family and then picking up a gift in the gift shop of the airport. Full disclosure, while Vince was out there sawing a hole in the shipping container, I texted him and said that we completely forgot about this segment. Okay, that's, you know what? It's okay. Water under the bridge. That's something we say in Brumsky. You guys heard that one? Wait, does that mean like the dries are elevated above the wets? Shit, I never thought about that. <laughs> almost like a, a racial yeah. slur almost. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, that is what it means. Don't ever say that around a around a wet. Shit, I just said, oh, God, I'm kidding. Never mind. Just open my gift. All right. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, we'll we might, it's better um, to move on. Uh, all right, Elliot, here we yeah, go. This this looks like an awesome gift. Yeah, I, I still have the torch in hand, so I'm going to blow through the cardboard here. All right, what, what does it look like we've got? Wow, this is great. I mean, Mark, even from knowing us just the, the past week, you know that Vince and I love memorabilia from mm-hmm. cinema, and it looks like you've gotten us. Um, there's so many unique things you can get on Amazon. It looks like you got us. Um, a signed pair of work gloves signed by Emilio Estevez from the film Men at Work. Yes. Yeah. 
Wow. And I mean, if, if you know anything about Vince and I, it's that Emilio, he's not going to be a member of the Brat Pack to us. He's not going to be Gordon Bombay to us. He's always going to be James St. James from the movie Men at Work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of his best films. And, and I want to say that, yeah, I did get that gift from a shelf I passed by, but that's okay because I work here. You know what I mean? Like it was just something I saw. So it's not the same. I don't want it to, as what you guys did. I don't want to keep bringing that up. I'm sorry. No, I, well, I, I think it's very know. It, it kind of sounds like you do kind of want to keep bringing it up since you do keep bringing it up. Well, you know, we, we never know. You know, our mind does one thing and our mouth does another. That's, some, that's something I made up. Yeah, it doesn't have the same ring as those other sayings that, that you hear so much, Ron Brumsky. Wait, are you saying it's not as it's not as good? No, I disagree, Elliot. I kind of like it. I like where, what he's going for. It, you know, not everything has to be in the same sing-song cadence as a, as a saying or an axiom. Yeah, there you <laughs> I go. I guess yeah. that's true. Uh, yeah. Mark, if, if I may ask, um, you got us this awesome gift from yeah. Emilio's film, but do you have any other memorabilia that you've seen pass through the Amazon warehouse? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, you know, everything sort of comes through. We've got a, um, you guys ever see um, 2001 A Space Odyssey? Sure. Oh, a great film. Yeah. We have, um, you know, the the big obelisk at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Remember (laughs) that? Yeah. Yeah. We've got that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That just, we got one. There's only one. Wow. And we have that. And that was, and well, we have the, we won. And the great thing, it was signed by the entire cast. So it was, oh, uh, that's great. Yes. how much is that going for on Amazon? Oh, it's Jesus. I mean, I don't know, it's like a 1.2 million. That one hasn't gone off yet, but you can just search for it and buy it. We all, we also have, um, did you guys ever see, uh, the money pit with, uh, uh Tom Hanks and, um, God, what was the name of the other actress? Shelly Long, Shelly DeLong. I, I uh, no, I'm one. not familiar. Actually, you guys never saw the Money Pit. No, okay. do you ha- do you have the pit? No, <laughs> no there was you, a pit in there. It is uh, not an actual pit. pit. No, the Money Pit is it's oh. their house and it's their relationship, which is starting oh. to crumble because they're trying to rehab a house and there's a lot of slapstick comedy. So, um, so there wasn't sort of like a Scrooge McDuck Money Pit in that one. No, not really. But we have, um, we have, there's a great scene. Now, I want your listeners to look this up in which uh, they fall off of a staircase or a staircase crumbles underneath them, and we have the staircase. Anyway, it's really obscure. Like I said, we have everything here, but, and that oh, wow. one's signed by the cast, too. Anything, any memorabilia we have is always signed by the cast. Like, so you guys will see. Yeah, so we will do that. Girl, either signed by the cast or signed by Emilio Estevez. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have him. He, we have him on retainer for anything. We're like, ah, fuck, we forgot to get the cast to sign this. He and Voight just hang out. Yeah. I've learned so very much today, Elliot, about topics I thought would never come up at all in this conversation. Me too, Vince. And I think that we have time for a segment full of pretty quick topics and quick facts. It's one we call Did You Know? So as Elliot alluded to, did you know is our rapid fire fast fact trivia section? Five facts coming at you, and I think it's good luck. I've heard this phrase around town. It's good luck to have the guest do the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to hit us with a did you know factoid? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, did you know that the uh, the original um, movie Amelie? Uh, originally starred Emilio Estevez. Did you know that? I didn't yeah. know that. When did Whoa. they decide, uh, was it like partway through production that they decided he just wasn't making the cut? Yeah, they said, no, we need a cute French girl. 
and then they <laughs> cut him out. I, you know, I have to, I have to support their decision. As big as an Estevez fan as I am. Yeah. Uh, now that's interesting. Usually the digital effects are about the town. Oh and shit! This, I, Sorry. Yeah. I suppose just, that's uh, that's sort of tangentially related. Uh, yeah. But I, I like it all the same, Elliot. You know, this segment's really about learning. Yeah. It is. It is. And I didn't know that. But guys, did you know? that there is a service that Amazon offers to its customers, but it doesn't offer to the employees or the pickers of the warehouses. I didn't know that. What the? Really? (laughs) I'm sorry to bring this up, but uh, I've heard that you guys aren't allowed to have Amazon Prime. What is that? Oh, yikes. Uh, Sounds like they've run a pretty efficient misinformation campaign here. Uh, it's it's like a service where you get like free two day shipping access to some, yeah, you get access to some like digital content that, and some, there are some deals with other vendors and stuff like that. How long does it take if you, your, you personally, Mark, were to order something from Amazon to get to your place? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's weeks and, uh, and, and if it shows up, yeah, like, (laughs) So it's, I, you know, I'm surprised that we're so popular. That's, that's how I sort of look at it. I'm like, this is not, this takes forever. So from your perspective, you're, you're looking out the, the window of your house and you see a whole shelf full of I Love Grandpa mugs and you're thinking, I could just walk over there and, and take one. Why is this taking so long to get to my house? Yeah, exactly. And I know, and so, but that's, uh, I guess this Amazon Prime thing is for the rich folk. I don't, this is, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, perhaps we should. Move you know, on. like what is? Oh. Well, we shouldn't dwell on it, uh, guys. I didn't know that. Well, actually, I I did know that. But did you guys know that the employee of the month last month was some guy named Mercutio? <laughs> hmm. And I'm looking at his. Uh, I'm looking at yeah. his employee of the month uh, photo right here. Handsome hmm. fellow. Uh, he's in the uniform. And then each of your employee of the month, uh, whenever you're, you're named employee of the month, it looks like you get to say a little quote, and it goes beneath your picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever been employee of the month, Mark? <sighs> I was when I first started. You know, I was I was full of grit and gumption, and I uh, and I worked really hard. That was when I was working in the wets, and I and I got it once. Mm-hmm. I got it once, and uh, everybody said you peak too quick, and. Um, and frankly, I kind of did, you know, it's like, so since then I've just been like cruising and it's like, I just do the bare minimum, but yeah, I, I got it once. It was nice. I mean, they offered us a, um, you know, they said you can get a week off of your next order you ship, which seemed like a big deal, but I guess it wasn't a big deal. And it was prime crap. So well, just like, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, instead of the standard three weeks to get what you want, you get two weeks. And that seems like a big deal. But now I'm like, people getting in two days. And anyway. uh, well, oh, So Mercutio said to ship the slip, can you not conceive? Which I guess has to do with. Shipping and packing slips and et cetera uh, makes a lot of sense. What did you say on on your employee of the month placard? Uh, I said thanks for having me. Ah, nice, really <laughs> colloquial. I like yeah. that. That sounds almost like a sign off. Were you planning on leaving the warehouse at, at one point? Like I said, I figured I had peaked. You know, it's like when uh, you know, it's like when LeBron James, you know, won the championship. You know how he just quit. You know, that's my understanding. I'm not sure that's how it went, but mm-hmm. I get what you're going for. Yeah. Speaking of which, could you go for it and and do our next? Did you know fact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I uh, sorry, something a little more about the. Did you know that the uh, <clears throat> that inside the warehouse it has its own uh, weather system 
inside oh, the warehouse. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, it makes sense with a building this big. What's it like? Well, it's mostly uh, it's mostly you know like uh, sixty two degrees and overcast. So it's got like this. It's always clouds, just sort of clouds and some that sort of obscure the the sun, quote unquote, the sun, the, just the uh, the lighting. So it's always kind of like a mildly crappy day in there. So the sun, which you're referring to, is a giant warehouse light that is in the sea. Yeah, it's like Klieg lights. You know, it's like these <laughs> just huge. They just go down. So it's like we, you know, we call it the sun now because we've been there. So like, ah, oh, the sun's out today. You know, but it's like there is actual clouds condensation because it's just the atmosphere is. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. I mean, it's huge. So it's a really big building. It uh, is. Yeah. What a fascinating phenomenon. Yeah. There's also some animals in there that it's like, uh, you know, like in Australia, like capybaras and things like that. It's like there's animals that get in between the uh, the shelves that you wouldn't see anywhere else. <laughs> like like what? Uh, like a, a musk. It's like a combination of like a, a muskrat and a mole. I saw one of those wearing a Microsoft polo the other day. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I didn't know that. But did you guys know that Amazon actually pioneered those uh, shoes with the wheels in them? Hmm. Oh, Heelys? Yeah. Cool. Heelys yeah, are a, cool. It's a throwback. Mark, uh, how how did this expedite the process of finding and shipping things for you? Oh, it's great. You know, you got you to gotta, uh, you gotta go faster, you know? So it's like you... Uh, you know, ask yourself this. It's like, uh, would I rather have feet or wheels? I think most people would say wheels. So this was a good compromise, you know? Because Amazon wanted to replace people's feet with wheels? Well, I mean, first. Uh, that was, yeah, I mean, they talked about it, but what, you're not going to cut people's feet off and install wheels on them. I mean, it's not, they're not monsters yet. But think about it, though. You know, it's like uh, if human beings had at a point, if you were, say you're a lizard that's coming out of the ocean, right? And you're like, no, oh, I want to turn into a human being, you know? Would you choose to evolve to have feet or wheels? I think the answer is obvious. I think it is too. Wheels. Wheels. Yeah. So you get the places quicker. So I think it's pretty. It's a pretty strong condemnation against evolution to say that no living creatures have wheels for feet. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. So you got to say yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah. I don't want to get into this too much, but there's a divine hand at work. Let me tell you. Yeah, intelligent design, knowing that you know what sins could we leap to if we had wheels for feet? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody would be uh, getting stuff done too fast and then have free time. Idle hands are the devil's plaything. Is that a Brumsky original? <laughs> I think so. I haven't heard it anywhere else. And you guys do have several copy of the Seth Green movie, Idle Hands, which I saw when I was walking around. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That's great to know in oh, case yeah. anyone was hoping they could get that movie. Originally, again, Emilio Estevez was supposed to star in that, but something happened. Really? It seems like he was supposed to star in a lot of movies originally, and they decided to go a different way. He's Hollywood's everyman. I mean, he could, you know, he could do anything. As far as I, as far as I think, if I see a movie and Emilio Estevez is not in it, I just go, uh, somebody should get fired. Well, I feel like we're all thinking that yeah. at one point or another. On on that truism, I think we should move to our final segment, Elliot. Wish you were here. So listeners, in a perfect world, you join us for all of our adventures, but since that can't happen, instead we write an audio postcard from us to you from the towns that we visit. It sounds a little something like this. Dear listener, wish you were here in Brumsky, Arkansas. A town whose very entity is a giant Amazon warehouse. A town where the population are all employed as either pickers or greeters who comb the vast halls of this establishment to get you the products you need. A town patroned by one of those pickers, Mark, who has a love of 
I Love Grandpa mugs, uh, Police Academy 4, and Emilio Estevez. A man who I really should reiterate does love grandpas and loves the grandpa mug that we picked out thoughtfully for him. A town that we should reiterate we really love, although there is no way in hell we're going to release our almanac as an e-reader Kindle version. Farewell from these parts to yours. Hey listeners, hope you enjoyed our episode in Brumsky, Arkansas, and I hope you're with us next week when we're in a town called Calaroo, Louisiana. This town packages and ships all subscription box services boxes. So come back next week. It's going to be fun. 